boxing it up. All right, lady, you ready? I said I'm ready five times. You sure? Mm -hmm. You got nuts in your mouth now. Are we recording this? Nope. Ready? Go, Victor. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And welcome to episode five of 50 Talk. I'm Victor, and here's Kathy. Hi. What's up, lady? Not much. Episode five. It feels like 500. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. You tired of me already? No. <laughs> Gotta get that nut dust off of you. Peanuts. I was eating peanuts. It's my fifty-year-old snack. Then mm -hmm. you you want to know what fifty what old people snack on? I do. Nuts. Big bars. See, I like nuts, but I don't feel like I need to crack them out of the shell all the time. Why you like to crack nuts? I don't know. It keeps me busy. The work about the working about it. I don't know. It keeps me awake and busy. Well, that's the whole thing. Well, I gotta have put in work to eat something. Just put your hand like in the crab jar. Legs. It's the same thing. I don't like crab legs because it's too much work. Yeah. I huh. guess if you want to do that. But going back to fig bars, what what old people older people snack on? What do older people snack on? Popcorn. Toffee. My grandmother used to love toffee. Mm. Peanut brittle. I mean, mm. you remember peanut brittle? Yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah, that should have crack your teeth. Mm -hmm. My grandparents used to snack on fig bars. What else? Well, that's the first time I ever had a fig bar was at my grandparents. Your dad used to like them chocolate-covered cherries. Remember we used to get him those for Christmas? Only for the holidays he liked them. Oh, oh he liked the Manischewitz. Mm -hmm. Pork rinds. Oh, I love pork rinds. You're old. <laughs> I've always loved pork rinds, though. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a black thing. I don't know. What, what's a black thing anyways? Black folks like pork rinds. Mm. Barbecue pork rinds. Mm -hmm. Mexican folks like chicaroons. I don't know what those are. Pork rinds. Mm. That's the Mexican name for ch chick for pork rinds is, is chicaroons. Okay. Alright. I didn't know that. Alright. Well, anyways, welcome <laughs> to the fifth episode, 50 years in. I mean, fifth <laughs> Fifth episode of 50 Talk. All right. Well, we had an interesting episode last week talking about the controversy surrounding Dave Chappelle and his stand-up comedy but act. was it interesting? We didn't hear any feedback. Yeah, really. we didn't. But I thought it was interesting that me and you talked about it. That's true. I mean, we kind of both had different perspectives. I don't know that I really had a perspective. I feel like... You just didn't want to hurt nobody's topics. feelings. No, nah, that's not true. I like to talk... When I'm educated about something. And some of the topics, because you have a lot of time on your hands to be able to. And you're more a um, current events kind of guy than me. You watch CNN and other news media. You listen to other people's radio shows and things like that. That's not really me. I feel like sometimes I don't have the... Um, the knowledge to really talk on topics. I mean, you, you, for, I mean, as for Dave Chappelle, we just watched it together. I just watched it one and a half times. But I feel like there's so much more to his story than just watching that one episode. I mean, we didn't really talk about current ones because they all kind of intertwine with each other uh -huh. with the controversy. So I get. I think we might have seen him. You just probably don't remember. Right. So 
But it does look like there has been a lot of conversation going on about that, which is a good thing that he's he's creating conversation amongst people. Conversation's well, always good. Well, the conversation amongst people is what should people stop subscribing to Netflix? Employees are walking away now because they were offended by the message. But besides that, there's other people I see talking about his show oh, and yeah. what's going on. And yeah. people are talking to one another, which yeah. is always a good thing. People talking. He definitely made every news freaking organization last week. So I'm not talking about multimedia. I'm talking about individuals oh. on Facebook or oh. amongst families or things like that. I see some comments from some people I went to school with and some to the effect of why are we so soft? This is the the pussification of America. Why are we offended by this? It's a comedian, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. That's what I see. All right. Well, All we, right. we also ended the show giving our listeners some homework about the blowjob question, but we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. I wrote an article on my Facebook page, oh, yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. the John Gruden about the John Gruden debacle, mm -hmm. as you as you would call it, and I guess I kind of narrowed it down to it's NFL. This shit been going on in the NFL for years. Now here we are with a a a, a popular face in the NFL doing something we all know has been going on for years. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he got fired or he quit. But in the article, I said other people should be held responsible, too. I think the guy he sent the emails to, the NFL for reviewing the messages and mm -hmm. flagging them as inappropriate, knew, and they never said anything until someone in the Washington football organization leaked those emails. So the NFL's responsible, John Gruden's responsible, people that received those emails are responsible, and everybody that read those emails is responsible, not just John Gruden. And that's why I'm not fucking with the NFL, not just because of John Gruden, because of all the racial issues surrounding a league that's 70 75% black. Mm -hmm. So, so how did you feel writing the article? I mean, as as for every article I write, I think I only write it for therapy. And I I got something on my chest, and being that I don't talk to a lot of people, mm -hmm. that's how I get it off my chest. I just write about it. Did you get much feedback from people that after you posted? I didn't get any comments, feedback? but I got I seen that probably thirty or forty people looked at it. Uh huh. So why don't you think they commented? I don't know. I don't know. You think that because they were opposed to your position or they were, didn't really. I mean, maybe they didn't comment because they were opposed and I'm cool with that. I, I like that. You know, I like that. You like what? That I like to, to have a friendly back and forth. Debate. 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 There you go. Uh -huh. I don't need to be mean. I know I come across as this mean guy, but <laughs> hell, I might even get a little loud while we conversating. But I always like a heated debate. Mm -hmm. 
but I always like to walk away knowing that we talked about it. We might not agree on everything, mm -hmm. but at least we talked about it and got it on the table. Well, that will kind of phase into some of the other conversations we're having tonight about social media mm -hmm. and your friends on social media <laughs> and that type of thing. But you got it off your chest. Yeah. You therapeutically put it out there. And My Facebook page is Vic Joe USMC 86 blog. Mm -hmm. So if you want to join, search that up on Facebook. Well, you didn't start tonight by saying, what are we drinking? Well, I mean, I got Coke, Coca-Cola. Cherry Coca-Cola, <laughs> Coke Zero. I'm splurging tonight. Yeah. And I've got my all-faithful water. And nuts. With a lemon to, in it tonight. To, with a little splash of lemon. To, slice. To wash to down your nuts. To spice it up. To wash down my... <laughs> Shelled peanuts, mm -hmm. salt-free shelled peanuts. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe I should be having water because I'm already thirsty. Mm, maybe you should be. Um, so I what, don't think you like water with lemon in it, though. No, I just drink regular water. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So what have, we, what have we been up to this past week? It's been kind of a, a blah week. I mean, mm. we had planned to go hiking on Sunday. But blah for you. Not blah for me. What did we do Saturday? Saturday, I had a trip with my mom and my sister. Mm. We did a shopping. Well, we went to a up. What do they call it? Uh, upcycle or it wasn't an antique shop. And not a thrift store. It's not a thrift store. It's a an re recycled. Shop. Yeah. And that was in Mentor? Mentor, yeah. Ohio. Uh, shout out. I'm sure they'll never listen to Schoolhouse Salvage and Mentor, Ohio. Mentor on the Lake. Um, they have an app that you can buy and they ship vintage items all around the world if, if they're appropriate size. But I like to do that. I like to go shopping. I like to resale shop. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I know. Cycle shop, <laughs> Goodwill, Salvation Army. Um, so what's it called again? Schoolhouse Salvage. The name is a little bit deceiving. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, Schoolhouse it's not like salvage. some old desk or some old chalkboards or something. Yeah, they probably have had an old desk in there, old chalkboard. Um, they do live shows and they sell stuff. and But that's my thing for decorating. Yeah, I like to do that. Well, they got clothes, crafting clothes. stuff. No, they have... Where'd you get the clothes? I didn't get any... Oh, that was a Goodwill. Oh, okay. Yeah, I we stopped at Goodwill. Yeah. Uh, I so. mean, I know you did say Goodwill, but I thought on top of Goodwill, you got clothes at... Schoolhouse Sandwich. Yeah. No, that's oh. Goodwill. Always a good Goodwill day when you come out with some good finds, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So what was it like hanging with your mom and sister all day? Oh, you having a back spasm? Yeah. They're just having some back pains today. <laughs> See, they kicked you in the back. Mm. What was it like? Come on. Um, it was fun? It was fun. I love going shopping. Haven't hung out with them in a while. I haven't. We're not going down this road. <laughs> I'm digging. <laughs> he is. Uh, and I'm avoiding it. Okay. Um, All right. 
Mm-hmm. So that was your Saturday. Yeah, I kinda, what did you do Saturday? I kind of hung out here. I guess I had my enjoyment on Friday when Deontay came by. Oh, yeah, your son Deontay. So my Deontay. oldest son Deontay came by. He's got a new job. He's a he oh, work, yeah. he works for a beer distributing company now. Right up there. And that's alley. right up my alley. <laughs> so he called me Friday afternoon around two. Hey Dad, you at home? You gonna be home for a while? I'm like, Yeah, what's what's up? He's like, I got some stuff for you. So he came bearing gifts of beer. And that alone made my day. So he bought me some Great Lakes Oktoberfest. I got a couple of different Christmas ales. I got this big bottle of like age barrel age beer from Is twenty it a stout. Shit, I don't even know, but uh-huh. I've heard of them. I'm not. I, it's some kind of bourbon stout, I believe. But this stout's it's been bottled since 2013. So the longer they age, the stronger they get. So it's about 10 years, 11 years. So <laughs> Like 2013 was so long ago. It was. You make it sound like it was like from the 1800s. It was bottled from 2013. Well, this the thing about this beer, oh, it's already strong. So I think it, it starts at 11% yeah. and it's been aging yeah. for 9, 10 years. So the, the, when the dude gave Deontay the bottle of, of beer, he's like, drink this at your own risk. Yeah. So. Or your dad drink it at his Yeah, risk. yeah. Did he say to his to him, hey, I'm going to give this to my dad? No, he actually had forgot about it until he was about to leave. So I think probably what you, while you liked that he brought you beer, you probably liked even more that he asked you to teach him how to drink the beer. Well, he didn't ask me. He, I asked him, I said, so when you drink all these beers, how do you drink your beer when you drink beer? He said, I just drink it out the can or the bottle. I'm like, no, that's how you drink like Budweiser, Miller Lite and stuff like that. Yeah. When you're drinking craft beer, you got to put it in a glass, a nice glass. Yeah. He's like, for real? I said, yeah, you got to pour it in there nice and carefully. So you got a nice little head on top. He's like, all right, well, you could teach me how to do that. I was like, cool, I could teach you anything you need, buddy. I'm your guy. (laughs) So probably for people who don't maybe know the reason you're so excited about that is you used to have a podcast where you talked about craft beers. I did. And craft beers is right up your alley. Yeah, like I said in in episode one, I'm formerly of a podcast called The 40Cast, which is not on anymore. But it started off as like just a... Kind of like a big party, a virtual party. Right. Everybody brought their drink, and we and I asked stupid ass questions. And usually these shows lasted about an hour and a half to two hours. Uh-huh. And by the end of them two hours, everybody was hammered. Yeah. We had people pass out. We had people throw up. We got vulgar questions. Yeah. So why well, was it called the Forty Cast? Where did you get that? Well, I thought about forty ounce beers. Right. Okay. So, but as the show progressed over the six seven years. It went from 40-ounce beers to craft beer. Yeah. I age well. You do age well. (laughs) (laughs) The show aged well. So so that was fun. He came by Friday. Yeah. Griffin came by Friday when him and Maxwell was hanging out. Yeah. So we got to see him for a hot second. Yeah. It's always good when we see our kids. Yeah, that's what I said. It's always good to see see the kids. Yeah. And then, you know, she saw her family on Saturday, and we got our grandson on Sunday. Sunday. We had big plans. We did. 
It went downhill quick. Yeah, yeah, it lasted about two hours. Yeah. An hour yeah. and a half. So he came, his mom dropped him off, and uh, we kind of, you know, finished getting dressed because it was around 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. We had just come from breakfast, and we uh, we had planned to take him to this, this park mm -hmm. here in town, kind of like a new park within the last couple of years that we really hadn't been to. So, and they got hiking trails and stuff. Like, yeah, I think he'd enjoy that because that's where we took our family pictures the week before. And he seemed to like it, but he didn't get to enjoy the play park. So, as soon as we walked out the door and get him in the car, as we're buckling him in the car, he starts shivering. Yeah. Like it's cold. I mean, it was cold outside, but this little joker was shivering. Yeah. And he started talking about he, he had to throw up before we left. So, as soon as we got to the park, we, he didn't want to play on the play thing. Which we knew something was right because what kid don't want to play on the play park? Especially him. He does like play parks. But although I will say, I was a little bit throughout the time, like trying to evaluate: is he not feeling well? Because he or, didn't want to go hiking, or he just didn't want to go yeah, hiking, and here. he wanted to go back to grandma and grandpa's and play on video games. Uh, so it was like kind of as we continued, like trying to. You kind of pushed him from out. the... Weed that out, yeah. We kind of seen him acting all sad at the play park. So he's yeah. like, well, let's move on to something else because he doesn't yeah. seem very interested in this. Yeah. But as we were walking up to the trails and stuff, he started getting, like, dry heaving and stuff. And yeah. sooner or yeah. later, he blew up. Yeah. I mean, he blew up. He blew up red Gatorade chunks. Yeah. <laughs> Powerade chunks. Oh, Powerade. That's what it was. <laughs> So we told his mom he he got hot. His mom came back and yeah. well, we took him home. Yeah, and that was that. So he ended up having a high fever for a couple of days, and we we both got scared because we was yeah. like, "Damn, does he have COVID?" Yeah, like these old people in this house don't need that shit. Mm -hmm. So, but we talk about ourselves like we're eighty or yeah, something. for real. We're only fifty two yeah. and fifty three. Hey, I was a little worried. Like, damn. So I start feeling like. Yeah. Not nauseated, but I felt like I was getting overtaken by germs and I was about to catch something. It was just in my head. But Yeah, because we went to the store later and then I was like Our stomachs were hurting. Yeah. We yeah. were feeling kind of weird. But then we can't brought it to the breakfast. Thinking that it was going out to breakfast. Because we're not used to the greasy. Our food greasy ass breakfast. That because we're trying to eat healthier. Lately in this house, well, for several months. Yeah. So, but we well, some of us healthy. are slipping. We're both healthy, and he continued to have a fever for several days. Yeah, a couple days. Which I've noticed lately, especially in my job, because I interact with a lot of people, that a lot of people have been reporting feeling sort of um, viral issues, mm -hmm. viral like be it symptoms. stomach or yeah, uh, and they've gotten COVID tested and they're negative. Uh, um, well, it's flu so season. I wonder, is it really? Are we officially in flu season? Yeah, because once you get, once you, well, we haven't had a frost yet, but we've had some low temperature mornings like in the 40s. Yeah. The cold, you know, people used to that warm. And plus, you still got that warm water coming off the lake. I thought all that just meant we're officially in fall. It's pumpkin spice season. Well, true, but it's all a part of the flu season. And pumpkin spice season. Mm, pumpkin, pumpkin spice. <laughs> White girl pumpkin spice. Why's it gotta be white girls pumpkin spice? White girls love pumpkin spice. <laughs> and Uggs. Uh, I like Uggs. And hoodies. Yeah. What else does this 
this cold weather and flu season and pumpkin spice season bring out? I mean, it it does have the girls that are that are wearing inappropriate clothing. It does put their inappropriate clothing away, like tight booty shorts with girls' bellies hanging say- out. I'm just saying. I mean, it puts that stuff away. That's good for men. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's good for men. Yeah, because so we don't have to see that no more. Oh, men girls that men shouldn't be wearing it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah. What you break out the black leggings and the and the UGGs, the the riding boots come out, and the big fuzzy hats. Your cowboy boots. Yeah, my hats coming Thursday. Oh no! <laughs> Want to tell the listeners what you're talking about? So when we went to Southern Ohio, I got these sweet ass boots, and I'm like, hell, I might as well embrace this whole cowboy thing. So I ordered ordered a cowboy hat. And it's coming Thursday. I'm sure there'll be pictures. Stay tuned to Facebook. Of course there will. I'm excited about that. Awesome. So, Where did you get your hat from? Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the many, many boxes that come to our house from Amazon. It was a few. Okay. I had will a we lot be lately. having a Chris, an Amazon Christmas tree this year? No, with bo- made from boxes. I mean, I could leave them in the boxes and not wrap them. No, I'm talking about the... the oh, the made out of boxes. Yeah. No. Okay. My stuff usually comes in envelopes because I don't get big stuff. Oh, okay. So it was kind of a laid back weekend. Week, right? Yeah, but this week has been really busy because I feel like I've been really busy with work, which has been a little different lately. Oh, I've been out of the house a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Not working at the table. Yeah. Having to interact with people. Yeah. Bringing COVID to the freaking house. I hope not. <laughs> well, an important thing that happened this week, General Colin Powell. Mm-hmm. Yes. He died yesterday. So today's Tuesday. He died. Was it Sunday? It's Monday. No, yesterday. Was yeah, Monday. he died yes. yesterday. And I mean, he was a pretty historic figure in the in the history of the government. He was a general, first black secretary of defense. Do you think that they'll have, he'll be laid out in the rotunda? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything yet, but maybe they'll use the excuse, well, he he had COVID and we can't have that in the building. Because it's Mm -hmm. a federal building. You never know. But it was sad to see him go. I didn't realize he is 84 and that he had been sick. Yeah. So no. So that was kind of sad. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's about it. Okay. What about? Oh. You know what else happened this week? What? The new village mm. was created on Animal <laughs> Crossing. Oh. Kathy Johnson. Here goes the show now. <laughs> it's officially. <laughs> Started playing Animal Crossing. And she had to pick the biggest island. I didn't pick the biggest island. You picked the biggest island. All right. And this lady is historically the queen of multitasking. And on on Animal Crossing, she can't multitask at all. Okay, well, first I'm going to say that I I enjoyed watching your excitement about me getting... 
and Animal Crossing and teaching me. Yeah. Um, but you have no patience <laughs> for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. And I had to stop Mr. Johnson and explain to him, I don't know the controller. It's like a new tool to me. Um, and I don't know how to get around just using the controller itself like he does. So things just don't come easy to me. And I think it's difficult for you to <laughs> see things not come easy for me. Mm -hmm. And you're very impatient about that. Well, here's what I here's how, what I think of when you're like moving around. Why I get so agitated, I guess. Oh, agitated. Because you, admit, you get yeah. very agitated. But it's kind of like me playing a game. It's kind of like me giving a three year old a controller and the, the absolutely, absolutely. But you're fifty. But I don't know how to do it. I mean, just go where you where you want to go. Your thumb will take you exactly where you want to go. I mean, I get there's a lot of buttons you got to use to pick stuff up and plant and change change tools and stuff, but just seeing you move, it just it just cracks me up. It doesn't crack you up. It irritates you. It more or less cracks me up inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> and irritates you. But anyways, so I... Joined Animal Crossing because I have been curious about it. I've been concerned about the amount of time it would take up in my life, and I don't really have that extra time right now to do that. Granted, you got up at six thirty this morning and jumped right on. I did <laughs> because I figured in my day that one, I was excited to see what the new museum and new Tom Nook store would look like, mm -hmm. um, and if that would come up. And I wanted to get on it before you got on it. And you took all the fun and the thunder away from my excitement of the game. Um, and I also figured that was the only time that I would get to play it this today before I mean, work I, I consumed agree. me. But as a veteran pro Animal Crossing player... You really can't go into your store till eight o'clock anyway. So I didn't know that. But now you know. Now I know. So, <laughs> but her 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 village is coming around pretty nicely. She's got two residents already, mm -hmm. and today she laid out three houses mm -hmm. and got them things they needed to move in for three new residents, which will probably be there tomorrow since we got all the supplies they needed. So well, that's a nice thing because you can do all the hard work for me and I get to do the fun stuff. Like yeah, she got a lot of decorating the house. Yeah, yeah. where I just like to out. go chop trees and hit rocks and craft things. The work. Yeah. I like doing the work. Well, I kind of have a routine when I get on mine. I told uh -huh. you. You know, I get up, I hit the rocks, I get the freaking fossils, and then I start fishing. Catching bugs. But it's been very interesting since we got it, seeing your many moods. <laughs> your excitement about things and wanting to direct me. Then you want to be bossy and tell me. And then you want to be irritated because I'm not doing it as quickly and as fun as you. As, as well mastered as you can do it. Um, well, I'm not well mastered, but I've played a lot of hours. Okay. So. You'll so get there. Is, it's probably going to be sad for me probably in a couple days when your shit's looking better than mine and I'm going to be jealous because you got that creative eye of all things. 
I don't have no creativity at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, my village is pretty bare, considering it's been almost two years. Yeah, you just want me to drop stuff somewhere. And I'm, like, laying out yeah. a plan in my head about where what my island's going to look like and where I want to put things and what spaces are going to be designated for what. But you're rushing it, though, because you're mm-hmm. at the beginning. Well, I'm rushing it. Excuse no, me. No, you're rushing you all one? this creativity stuff. You're rushing it. You're the one who wanted to send me things so I could get stuff when the game wasn't even ready for me to be there yet. Yeah, so you could see your whole island, but get I'm trees, get, get fossils. I'm rushing it. I'm talking about in the creativity sense. How am I rushing it? You want to get all this this big house and everything where you're not making money to grow your house or to get things to fill your house. I'm plotting out a design of how I want my island to Mm. look. Like I want this to be the beach area. I want this to be the house area. I want this to be this. Mm. That's why I was walking the beach tonight thinking about what am I going to, what am I going to design and do with this? Not that I'm rushing. Well, like I said, you can always change that. You just got to have money to change it. So, Which and that'll come. like that, right? Well, I'm like a millionaire in Animal Crossing, so I need for nothing in Animal Crossing. How about here? What do we need here? Oh, that's some new stuff. What's that? We were kind of moving forward with our home home repair, picking a con- contractor. We did. And... Moving forward with getting things done. Yeah, so. so we got the contractor picked out. We got a guy coming by to measure for the, the cabinets, cabinets. Get the cabinets, yeah. In the kitchen. Yeah. So we're ready to get the bathrooms Johnson going. Johnson Kingdom under yeah. construction. We need a sign. <laughs> we're ready to get the bathrooms done, but we probably won't do the kitchen until after, after New, New Year's. Year. Yeah. So, but it's coming along. Yeah. Um. I've been playing, aside from me playing my Animal Crossing and Pokemon, I've been playing that damn Metroid still. Mm. I'm still stuck. Oh, really? So I probably got about six hours in the game, Mm -hmm. but actual gameplay, Mm -hmm. I got 17 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck like a mug. Mm -hmm. I think I'm about done with it for a while. Mm. That shit is so hard. (laughs) You want to try that? Talk about controls. Yeah. You couldn't play that. Hmm. We together have been watching Queen Sugar still. Yeah. Maybe you're projecting your um, your frustration about Metroid. Dread. Yeah. Onto me in Animal Crossing. Well, here. Your frustration <laughs> and your irritation about that game here's is what, being spread out to me. Here's what I say. Since I, I've been getting anxiety uh-huh. playing the game, yeah. I think I need to be taking these. No. Yeah, because you told me if I'm feeling anxious, I should take these. You shouldn't take anxiety medication for a video game. You should put the video game away. Well, it's anxiety. <laughs> You know directly what's creating the anxiety. But I want to play it. Reduce the anxiety. I want to have success in the game, and I'm not. (laughs) So, well, I've been putting it down. I've been trying, but then I put Uh it down. Mm -hmm. But back to Queen Sugar. Yes. We're we're in season five, probably episode two or three. And I think season five is where they freaking jump the shark. Because it got all political, she's running for city council in New in the St. Joe. 
they're talking about Trump, they jump the shark. I'm going to try to stick with it because I also still have a problem with all this preaching going on. When people are talking to each other, it's like they got to send a positive message about every damn thing. And you got to drag out that message. And that's kind of annoying the shit out of me. It's a drama. It's a it's total a drama. drama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they it's it's like a um, soap opera, which it is a soap opera, um, that you watch a daytime soap opera. It's like the same people have the same issues, and they're just crying and whining. And but it's a black soap opera with super black drama. Like, I look at shit like that. Like, I, I mean, I, I love to support the black community. But then while I'm looking at Queen Sugar, they're always dressed up, except the young kid. They're always dressed up and bougie looking. I'm like, damn, do black people really act like this? I mean, get, let's get into the life of some rich black people. And Is this what we get? I don't know. Oh, Who was your favorite character, though, on this and Queen Sugar? Um, Ralph, Ralph Angel. Because he's the more... Whining, crying Ralph Angel. But Ralph Angel's a down-to-earth brother uh -huh. with the accent, wanting to take care of his kid, even if the kid ain't... I better not say that in case somebody want to watch. Okay. So Ralph Angel's a man's man that can admit that, that can embrace his crying. Because I think he cries in every episode. He does cry. I think we've caught, kept track. He Hell, he might cry. cry a couple times an episode. He cries at least once. Uh, Comes to tears, full tears. <laughs> he is such a, I was saying the other day, he's a good actor. I don't know who the actor is. I forget That plays name. his character. Uh, but um, that he can just cry like that on cue, uh, you know? Yeah, most actors got like the one tear, like yeah. they be forcing that one. My dude be crying like for real. He does. So he must got some pain and hurting his heart for yeah. real. Yeah. Or he's really sensitive about his role. <laughs> he's sensitive somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hmm. Um. I think I my character, I like probably the best character I like is Vi, Aunt Vi. Would be my why? Um, she's been through a lot. She, I like her personality in the character. She's strong. Um, now she wasn't strong before. I think I she know. tries to come across as strong where she's a she has a right to be a beaten woman because of not beaten. Well, literally she was beaten in the in the show. Yeah. They didn't show it, but that's the history of her. A history of being in a domestic and, violence yeah. relationship. Uh -huh. So she tries to come across as this strong woman, but you can tell she's damaged. Yeah. And she's trying to figure herself out, how to get past Maybe being damaged. Maybe it isn't her I like so much as the relationship between her and Hollywood. The fact, oh. I really like to see their relationship, and I really like Hollywood. Um, I think she treats Hollywood not the best. I think she wants, she loves him, but when he wa he wants to help her, she doesn't want to take his help. Because she has issues in her life. True, She's but... Strong, she wants to be strong and independent and act like she doesn't need to depend on him. But you don't have but, to do that. I mean, if someone's offering to help you financially, mentally, I mean, in real life, you're supposed to take it. Not, I mean, she's probably scared to take it. 
because she's used to the carpet being pulled out from underneath of her. So, but in real life, if you push people away, they're gonna go. Not necessarily. And I think a lot of times she pushes him away. Yeah. Um, I think the story with what's the son's name? Micah. Micah is cool. This rich kid from Southern California lives privileged. And now he's living in the, the uh, rural areas of New Orleans, embracing his blackness, figuring it out as he goes. I'm liking that story. He's irritating me. I don't like him. <laughs> You're liking that story. I don't like him. He's I like irritating. to see the young man developing into his own. Yeah. That part is well written. Where a lot of parts are scattered all over the place, like Aunt Vi. Hmm. I think it's scattered. Hmm. So. I don't think so. Nova is the one that's irritating me, too. I Her story. I guess she's still trying to find herself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, back to Deontay. So, Deontay and I are going to the Browns-Broncos game this week. Mm-hmm. He got tickets. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I wanted to go. He did. So even though I'm not much on NFL, I'm always going to take a ticket if I get it. Did you watch the Browns this Sunday? Not this week. Mm-mm. Not at all. But it should be fun to be in the building. It's always a different atmosphere in the building. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So let's talk about social media. Okay. What about it? So it it came to surface last week with Dave Chappelle getting blasted on social media for all these years. I mean, why why do we have to use social media? Can we live without social media? I think some people can. I think some people can't. I don't think you can live without social media. Me? Uh-huh. Oh, I totally could. I could live without social media, but you couldn't. See, I'm totally, I think you couldn't live without it. Why? Well, here, here's why I say that. Really? Because hmm. I lived. You're the guy that's always up on the new trendy, what's going on. You're you're the first one that was on Facebook. You're the first one that was on TikTok. You were the first one that was, I mean, between me and you. I would have never even started social media if you hadn't started social media. Mm-hmm. So I can live without it. You can't. Well, I find myself kind of not totally getting off of it, but weaning myself from it. Yeah, I I guess I use Facebook more for what it was made for lately. What was it made for? Keeping friends and family together in contact. Okay. So, and uh, I think I use it more for that now than I did before. Mm -hmm. I used to use Twitter like tons, like that was my go-to social media. I never media. even had a Twitter account ever. I don't think I really. I use Twitter to post this show. Mm-hmm. Lately, now you mean that's it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I look at pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't really add a lot to Instagram. Mm-hmm. I look Me at either. TikTok. That's it. Mm-hmm. I posted a stupid video on TikTok, mm-hmm. but I watch it. So, personally, I think people our age mm-hmm. could survive without it. Oh, yeah. Because we went half of our life so far without it, or okay. more than half of our life okay. without it. 
but to compared to like our kids, thirty year olds, twenty something year olds, they can't live without it. It's so different than but they they still age. can't live without it. But I don't think our kids even do Facebook at all. Well, they all um, do Twitter. They, they do? do Twitch. They do YouTube. Mm-hmm. So they do that stuff. Mm-hmm. They all do Instagram. I think it's uh, Griffin. So, but that's that's social media is embedded in their life. Like here's a twenty-something-year-old's life. Twenty years of war, twenty years of social media, and then we wonder what's wrong with the youth today. Why there's so much violence? Why there's so much bullying? I mean, because you've been in a war for twenty years, and people are naturally more violent, I guess, because those twenty-year-olds that were born around the time that these wars started are getting out of the military and they're starting to live their life so they got military under their belt throw on some social media and some bullying and some sexual harassment i mean it's not a good mix for young people and i don't think they can live without it i thought it was the video games that made them violent <laughs> Here we go. that's that 80 that 80s argument we settled that if you're a weak-minded individual with no self-esteem or no self-respect, you might get taken in to a video game in a bad way, to a violent video game in a bad way. You can't even use that excuse anymore. Well, I shot up the school because of this video game. I don't think it's weak-minded. Well, it's totally weak-minded. It's maturity, though, too. If kids are exposed to things that mature-wise, their brain has not been able to, or they don't understand, they can't process it because they're not at the maturity level. It's going to impact them differently if somebody has a mature brain. So is violence in video games so graphic now that it's desensitizing kids? Oh, this is a whole new topic we're going to. Well, I think... When we say it's video games, well, video games do look better now than when I was a 20-something-year-old. But it's violence no less. Remember back when I first started getting back into video games, when uh, Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter were the the big games. And there there were settings where you could turn the blood off so young kids couldn't see it. But, of course, as an, a young adult, we wanted all that. Yeah. So that's when the ar- the argument came into play. Are we seeing too much blood and violence in video games? But now, shit's realistic looking. Right. Absolutely. Should we yeah, or can we? Variety? Is there more to pick from violent video games? Is it? You know, well, I mean, yeah. It depends on what type of violence you're looking for. I was talking to a 10-year-old today, and he plays PlayStation, and I said, what kind of games do you play? And he named all sports games, not one single shooter game. Mm. And I was shocked. That's good. It is, but I'm surprised, oh. which is doesn't seem to be the norm anymore for kids, you know, that they would name all these shooter games as their, True. oh, I played this, I played this. He didn't name a single shooter game. Oh. 
I was like, wow. Well, maybe that's parenting. Well, here's the thing. If they're letting this 10-year-old play these sports games by himself, that's cool. But if they don't know about the online element of that sports game where he's playing with random people who could be cussing at him, calling him gay, calling him nigga, call, saying stuff that a 10-year-old shouldn't be hearing. So you got to ask this 10-year-old, do you play online games as well or do you just play by yourself? But I was just saying about the violence in the shooter game. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. he, he could you say could be I'm, online for the shooter games too. True, but the shooting game is going to be shooting either way. You're going to hear the cursing and the killing. Yeah. Where you might not hear the cursing, but you're still going to see the killing. In sports games, you're just going to hear the cursing and the bad language. Possibly. If you're online, you're talking about Yes, if you're okay. online. Yeah. So, but, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe that's good parenting. Hey, we only got you on these sports games now. Maybe you could play online when you're 13, 14. Or shooter games. Yeah. If you're, if we feel you're ready for that. Mm -hmm. But back to social media. And you're going to get off social media? You could do without it in your life. I'm there. not saying I'm going to, but if it came down to let's boycott Facebook, mm -hmm. I'm all in. I wouldn't because, miss Facebook. Okay. Hmm. You think people should boycott Facebook? I, oh, hell yeah. That's a big argument. Facebook need to have more policies in place to stop bullying, to sec, to stop the whole sexual... Harassment? No, well, that and the whole how women are supposed to look and the thick woman ain't sexy. All that wow. sexist stuff. That's a big issue with, with Facebook now. Well, is that more face or Instagram? Well, Facebook owns Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. So... Can't have one without the other. Mm -hmm. So, but I got a question to pose, and this could be posed to everybody. Mm -hmm. So we all got tons and tons of friends on all social media. So I'm just going to narrow it down to Facebook. Have you ever been like out and about in regular life and you ran into one of your Facebook friends? Not Facebook family, but like a Facebook friend that you don't really know that well. And you've seen him in public. What would that be like for you? Well, <laughs> you say we all have tons and tons of friends on Facebook. I don't have tons and tons. Of, I think that's the thing. Like people, do they still have boundaries? I, for one, don't friend anybody that I work with on Facebook. For purposes of, I don't want those people in my personal that. business. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't friend people on social media. On Facebook that I really am not friends with. That I wouldn't say hi to if I saw them in public. So, if I do have somebody on Facebook and I saw them in public and I didn't speak to them. Then, you know, or they didn't speak to me. The next thing I'd be doing is removing them off my Facebook page. For real? Yeah. Many people I've removed from my Facebook page. Because I don't talk to them anymore. They're not my friend friend what if it's somebody you talk to a lot on facebook and then you've seen them in public and they act like they didn't notice you well i delete them they'd immediately be coming off my facebook i wouldn't keep them on there mm. you have way more friends on your facebook account than i do true but um, i always consider myself a man for the people what the heck is a that? man of the people like if a i see somebody and i recognize you i'm gonna talk to you 
I seen I, the reason I posed this question is I seen this girl that we, that follows me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Your okay. friend from from okay. Anyways, uh-huh. yeah, and uh, I pulled up next to her and I looked over at her and she was like eyes forward, and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. nothing. She acted like she didn't see me. Do you remember from Facebook? No. Why not? Not a big deal. It's more work to just to do all that than to just we don't interact all the time. So we ain't like friend Facebook friend friends. We comment or like pictures sometimes. Mm-hmm. Talk about family sometimes. That's it. Mm-hmm. So mm. it's more hassle to delete than just keep it moving. Oh. But it obviously bothered you. It, I don't think it bothered me. It's just like, wow, did this just happen? Mm-hmm. Like, wow. So are your Facebook friends your friends? Do they have Somewhere. the right to know your what you're posting about? But you have an open Facebook. You don't? If I no. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I don't know what mine's is on. Your settings? Yeah. Hmm. Open means anybody can add me. Anybody can view your page. Oh, but if I don't know them, I'm not gonna add them. Right, but somebody can still view it. Oh. My page, you can't view if you're not my friend. Oh, see, it's been so long. I don't even know about all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that why I get all them naked women sending me shit? Friends requests. <laughs> so, okay. Um, no comment. <laughs> do you remember the time before social media? Yeah. Let's think about our 20s. Oh. What were we doing besides hurting our necks, looking to see who's talking about who? Shit, we was out in the clubs, whooping it up, drinking and dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing I see about social media, you know, all of that with looking at our kids and their age is how they socialize, how they um, date. Like, I can only speak from the experience with my kids, but I don't think that... They um they date anymore. They like to pick up each other on Instagram and start dating off of Instagram or off of the social media. I mean, and I, then is that really real? Like, are those real people? Like, you don't really know them. Well, I mean, you would like to think, like, hey, let's do a video chat. You would like to think that that's really them. Yeah, they could be getting catfish, but. Mm-hmm. If you keep talking, eventually you're going to have to meet. But they may be presenting themselves as somebody different than who they really are in their True. life. But that's the risk you take when you ain't out there trying to find a person in person. Mm-hmm. When you're not trying to find a person to date in person. Yeah. Oh. So that's, but anyways, back to when we were in our 20s. What did we do? Yeah, we went and saw people face-to-face. Yeah, we was in the bars, Mm -hmm. hanging out at people's house, having parties. Mm -hmm. How do we communicate with people? Telephone? On the phone, talking for hours at a time. Mm -hmm. Remember in high school, the long-ass cord from the the kitchen to your bedroom? I was never reached. So you you had to sit in the hallway. You had to sit in the hallway or on the steps going down to the basement. Put your heads uh-huh. under some pillows so they could block mm-hmm. out the sound. Mm-hmm. 
mom and dad would walk by every once in a while, you'd be like, oh. What about cordless phones? You remember cordless phones when they came out? Mm-hmm. You could go sit outside in the backyard and not have oh, to worry about the cord running oh, all through the house. So far, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd try to test the limits and see how far up, you yeah. could go, yeah. Mm-hmm. How writing letters is that? That's a communication, right? Writing little love notes in high school yeah. or putting a note on someone's car. Mm-hmm. You think people do that nowadays? I do. They just send a, well, you different. <laughs> you old school. I am. You think young people do that? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. So I always think about Maxwell. Since he's the youngest and he's not dating, mm-hmm. he hasn't dated since the pandemic. That we know of, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, he works, mm-hmm. he plays video games. Yeah, and I think about that. Like, how is he going to meet somebody? Yeah, like where? Yeah. I think I even posed to him getting on um, a, uh, a dating date. site. And what do you say about that? Mom, us, our age people don't do that. Our age group don't do that. He didn't say that totally. I don't remember what he said, actually. Mm. Yeah. But how's he going to meet somebody? Work? I don't know. Friend of a friend? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a, no. An old high school. Since he's not in school or... Somebody that he used to like in high school that they rekindled their love mm-hmm. or that they actually Reconnected. met up, yeah, after high school. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's hard for kids. Mm-hmm. But also about the friends on on social media so with our family pictures i noticed in a group of our family pictures the black lives matter pictures mm-hmm. that well that was more the shirts we got from the, the sh- national well, civil rights museum oh well, yeah the black lives matter t-shirts from mm-hmm. the civil rights museum mm-hmm. i got a weird response or i got a weird feeling vibe. feeling yeah a vibe mm-hmm. From my reactions to those pictures. Mm-hmm. Like I got a lot of positive responses. I got a lot of likes. Not that that, that controls my life. How many likes I got on a picture. Right, right. But I also noticed that people that I consider friends. Mm-hmm. Real friends. Didn't comment on those certain pictures. But they comment on every other But they picture. comment on every other picture. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was weird. And they would comment on... The, the pictures without the shirts, the Black Lives Matter yeah, like, Oh, that's a nice family picture. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But on those pictures, it was like crickets. Yeah. So. That's okay. I mean, that's. I mean, people feel how they feel. feel. Mm-hmm. So. I like the pictures because. I was just going to ask that. Why did you, why did we take the picture and what did you like about the picture? I like the pictures because it let everybody know that we're a black family. Yes, mm-hmm. you're white, but my boy, two of my three boys are biracial. Mm-hmm. And we consider them black because mm-hmm. they're not just white. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that's how America is. If you're other than white, you're different. Mm-hmm. So I consider us a black family, and I felt good to have my boys and all of us wearing those shirts, mm-hmm. letting everybody know that we want black lives to matter. And even Avion in the picture, 
well, I think to me, even more having Avian in the picture and showing the generation oh. and, you know, that him, hopefully him getting the view as he grows up and gets older mm-hmm. that Black Lives Matter yeah. and that male Black Lives Matter um, is the important thing. Get to have himself, self, his own self-esteem his own self-esteem to know that he matters, yeah. Yep. Yes, your mom's white, but you got a black half too. Uh-huh. And some people aren't going to look at you as your mom. They're going to look mm-hmm. at you as different than your mom, but also different than your dad. So you're kind of in between right there. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be considered less than white. Mm-hmm. And that he represents that he has other people in his life that support him and that have experienced possibly the things that he's experienced and he can lean on. You and his uncles and his dad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so. Yeah, I, I to me it had a lot more mess. It had a lot of messages. It was to definitely it. a and powerful it had a lot picture of yeah impact in yeah. regards to the picture, especially too also coming off of our visit to Memphis mm-hmm. and being at the Civil Rights Museum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the picture. I can't wait to get it framed and hung somewhere. Yeah, hung on the wall somewhere. Absolutely, hung somewhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Do fifty things. Some do fifty something year old. What? Oh, do fifty something year olds belong on TikTok? I tried to do. Remember when we started to do some TikTok videoing? I, it was my plan for us to do like Johnson Kingdom and mm-hmm. TikTok videos, and um, I started that on my TikTok page. Yeah. Um, the fun part for me about that was the editing. And the different creativeness with mm-hmm. that, um, do, but it it seemed kids would call it cringy. Yeah, <laughs> seemed kind of cringy at times. But um, I, I mean, I think there are some fifty year olds, older people that have TikToks that I follow that I enjoy, like TikTok Mama. Yeah, yeah. Um, or different people that are um, interesting to. Watch. I mean, but imagine us. Imagine me doing some popular TikTok dance. Oh, TikTok dances? Yeah. I mean, just imagine me doing that. Why? I think it would be fun. I can't even fathom that. Mm-hmm. First of all, I got yeah. no rhythm, so I probably don't got enough brain power to I learn can. the dances. <laughs> yeah. so I enjoy watching them, uh-huh. but I'm not going to do no video of me doing a TikTok dance. You enjoy watching the animal TikToks. Yeah. You'll be cracking up down here. And three hours later, you're still watching TikTok videos. I love watching the TikTok videos when the first words that come out of my out of their mouths are, I'm 40-something years old, and this person said this, made this comment about me, and you can kiss my ass, and I don't need to waste my time explaining myself <laughs> when you're right there explaining yourself what you're doing. <laughs> So those crack me up, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. But do they need to be? What do you think? Do you think 50-year-olds need to be on TikTok? I think a 50-year-old can do whatever the hell they want to do. You just Amen. won't find me doing no TikTok dances. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm on their TikTok singing, mm-hmm. but that's a different story. Okay. Because <laughs> I love me some Darius Rucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. What else we got to talk about tonight, Mr. Well, Johnson? 
You want to talk about our homework oh, session? Okay, so last last episode, I kind of ended the episode with a question that probably for most people that might know me, they were like, whoa, that was way out of character for Kathy. And a little bit... Um, risque. Risque, yeah. <laughs> Talking about... I, I don't even remember. Was the question, do women... Do women need to give blowjobs in a marriage? In a marriage, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which the topic in itself, like, do they need to? I think you know. Thinking about definitely intimacy is an important part of a relationship. True. Um, and maybe I was a little risque in the way I presented it. Or well, you could have said it, it a whole different way and offended a bunch of people. But I think you, I think you personally posed the question appropriately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a, that's another one of those things that Americans are just uptight about sex. Oh, yes, you should keep your private life your private life. Mm-hmm. But like you said, intimacy, intimacy is important. Mm-hmm. And if that's your part, if, if you do that as a part of your intimacy, I don't see that as a problem. If you're going around blowing everybody in the neighborhood, that's a whole different bag. <laughs> well, that's not a But marriage. if you're in a marriage and you're keeping it with each other, mm-hmm. right? That's perfectly what I was fine. Say. That's totally what I was going to say. Yeah. So I think in a relationship, in a marriage, you should be able to do whatever you are comfortable with and your partner's comfortable with and mm-hmm. that that satisfies each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think so there's an age cut off on when that stops or if it should stop or when it should stop? Or should it always be a thing? Oh, it should always be a thing. Even when you're like 80 and your teeth are gone and <laughs> well, bad, be even better? I don't know. I've never <laughs> had it without no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, your back hurting and you can't get down. Well, I still think, try to do it. Well, I think you can look at, and I'm not going to talk about <laughs> what did we do when we were in our 20s compared to what do we do now. There's there's modifications, there's changes, there's growth. Um, so I think in your 80s, you're going to still be doing something to sexually satisfy each other or have that intimacy but mm. it might not look like it did when you were in your 20s or mm. in your 50s no. i believe that but i think that intimacy is an important part of a relationship it's funny mm-hmm. as the years go on with us 25 years in yeah i think hell i would say this year i think i feel more comfortable asking you or just letting you Mm-hmm. than I did 20 years ago. Mm. Is that a progression? Sure. Yeah. Well, so maybe everybody out there in a the relationship, when you're in 20, 25 years, you'll feel comfortable about asking for that. Or is it expecting it? I don't expect it. Uh-huh. Is that a bad thing? No. Why are you looking at me like <laughs> that? <laughs> you're just funny. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, you're you're in a marriage, and I ask things of you. Mm. Okay. So that was the follow-up to the question last week. I said we could talk about it whether nobody replied or not, and no one replied, and we got a little bit out of it. Yeah. 
with each other talking about it. Okay. Well, you can still answer us next week if you want. Ooh, the, Anybody listening? If they have a question, yep. or they have hit that Victor Fifty Talk at Gmail dot com. I'm a pretty. I could take it. I got thick skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think it should be if the wife. It's not expected. No, I never expected. Yeah. I don't think. You should just expect it. Right. I'm just saying in any type of yeah. intimacy, it shouldn't be expected. Yeah. You shouldn't have to do it or the whatever the act is. You should talk about it, find out right. where you're at, and go from there. Right. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. But if have, you love but the intimacy person, is important. Yeah. If you should have intimacy... Some kind of intimacy, yeah. Even if it's just holding each other. Yeah. But you both got to be comfortable. But you both got to be comfortable when you're holding. Okay, not around your neck. (laughs) No. No. Can't have me me sweating to death and hugging me. Okay. Because that's not good for me. (laughs) It's good for me. (laughs) You heat miser. All right. Well, I'm obsessed with these stats as we close out here. I look today, we're almost at 150 downloads in four episodes. I think we got 147 Mm -hmm. when I last seen this morning. We got listeners in Germany and Norway. Thanks, Germany and Norway. Nice. Hmm. And most of our downloads are coming from Spotify and our... uh, Bus Sprout community or our Bus Sprout RSS feed. So we're getting there slowly. We need some topics from people. What do they want to hear? What yeah. do they want us to talk about? Yeah. What do you want from us? Yeah. Tell us. We can give you so much, but if you're not listening and you you need something to catch you, to keep you more involved, let us know. Victor50talk at gmail.com. All right, Big Joe. <laughs> Anything else? Mm-hmm. What are we doing this weekend? Uh, we might be going to Cedar Point. Or, oh, my Uncle Byron that was on episode two yes, will be in our hometown of, town of Sandusky. On Thursday, doing a conference uh, presentation on diversity and inclusion at the library at the Sandusky Library. So, all you folks around Ohio, and it's being presented hybrid. Yeah, yeah. You can be there live in person or you can tune in virtually. Yes, I'll post that link. In the show notes, on in the show notes, if you want to check it out. And so I'll be catching that while you're at the football game. Yes, old football game, Dr. Craig. Cedar Point. Cedar Point. Possibly. We might have some fish on Friday. Uh huh. So could be a pretty. Maybe we'll get that hike in. 
on, on Saturday or Sunday. If it's nice out. Well, it's fall in Ohio, so we ain't got to worry about 80 no more. Hopefully. And then a shout out to my mom. Her 81st birthday is on Sunday. Oh, yeah. The 24th. So we'll have to. Is it the 24th? It is on the 24th. Okay. Yes. All right. And, and we October is a big month for us for birthdays. We had Victor's mom's birthday, mm-hmm. my sister's birthday, his brother's birthday, my mom's birthday, my, my brother's Uncle birthday. Uncle Bobby's birthdays today. Uncle Bobby's birthday, my brother's birthday, and our anniversary. Mm-hmm. All those we celebrated at our wedding. Yes. Yeah. So happy Sorry birthday, everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's... That's a wrap for episode five. All right, it's a wrap. All right, see y'all next week. Thanks. Yep, have a good weekend.